Good afternoon, everyone, or evening, maybe. Uh, <laughs> this is Kyle Cruz, and listening to the Case in the News podcast for the uh, 23rd of January 2019. Uh, just going to record a little bit of a bonus episode uh, before I get on to this week's episode, which I'll record later tonight. I um, just wanted to talk about the 2019 Oscar nominations. Uh, I mean, how could I not? So they did come out this morning, and um, I've had my I've had my day. I think over getting over Black Panther getting his pitch, best picture nom, but um, it, it happened. Um, I won't dwell too much on that one because I've just you know I've, I've had my conversations today about that. I've had my you know I've vented. Um, so I won't be really bringing that up that much either. We're just going to be talking about a few snubs and surprises that I think that I don't know if they were if they were acknowledged or if they were um, recognised. Be really cool, but um, I've got my little alternate choices as well. I probably won't do my alternate Oscars. I might do I did my alternate Oscars last year, and I might do that on my Instagram again this year with a bit more of a um, updated design. So um, yeah, this is this would just be probably about. Maybe me talking about the Oscars for about maybe like 10-15 minutes. Going for the nominations and then I'll, um, there'll be an, a uh, full episode of the podcast released tonight talking about the house that Jack built, uh, Glass, Spoiler Free and Piercing. So I'll be talking about all those th- three films later tonight. But without further ado, let's have a look at these uh, 2019 Oscar nominations. Some are a little sketchy, little... Uh, there are little, um, you know, there's some jokes. <laughs> there's, there's some jokes here, but um, you know, most categories, like it was, it was fine. I was fine with most categories, but it was just like the big ones. I was just like, what the fuck's going on? Um, so you know, let, let's forever do. Let's let's uh, let's get into it. So I'm starting from the bottom of. I'm on Variety's website, and um, just look, starting from the bottom of these categories here. Um, so we'll start at visual effects. We have Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo A Star Wars Story. Uh, these are fine. I didn't see, I haven't seen Solo Star Wars Story, I haven't seen Christopher Robin, so I can't really comment on those. But I do see Ready Player One's been in there, First Man's been in there, Avengers Infinity War. Probably would be my pick, uh, for the win. But I... I wouldn't be surprised if the Academy gives it to Spielberg for Ready Player One. Um, but one missing from there that I think would be really cool if it was nominated was um, uh, Annihilation. That'd be really cool if that was in there because the visual effects and the just the visual style of that film is just beautiful. And um, the practical effects, the, um, the CGI, very, very, very astonishing. So I don't know. But though really, I don't know. I'd probably. I mean, a Star Wars story is always going to get. Um, a Star Wars film is always going to get nominated for one. But um, yeah, maybe could fit someone or something else in there. But then again, there's only like five, so that's fine. Uh, costume design. We're looking at the Ballad of Buster Scruggs by uh, Mary Zothros. Sorry if I get any of their anybody's names right uh, or wrong. Sorry. If I get anyone's, if I fuck up anyone's last names or first names, I just—I don't mean to. I just—it's. I just, in full honesty, just can't pronounce the name right. So sorry if I butcher any of these. Uh, so yeah, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is surprising to me. Uh, Black Panther, I do see that. Ruthie Carter, I do see it being there. The favorite, Sandy Powell, is going to be my favorite for the for that pick. <laughs> 
Mary Poppins Returns by Sandy Powell as well, and Mary Queen of Scots by Alexandra Byrne. Uh, good, good picks here. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with the favourite uh, by Sandy Powell. I did like the walls, the costume design, as much as I, you know, my fury and rage over. Um, I don't really call it rage. It's just annoyance, I think, over uh, Black Panther getting a best picture nomination. I did like the um, this costume design. I did think it was pretty, um, pretty uh, cool what they did, um, especially if you've seen that video that Coogler did. Um, when he broke down why they used those colours and costumes for that fight scene inside the casino. Um, I thought that was, um, that was an interesting video, definitely. Moving on to makeup and hair, we've got Border, Mary Queen of Scots, and Vice. Um, Vice will definitely get that one, um, just for the prosthetics alone of Dick Cheney for uh, Bale. So that's an easy pick for me. Original song, we have All the Stars from Black Panther by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Two artists I like. Uh, I'll Fight from RBG by Diane Warren, Jennifer Hudson. The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. Shallow from A Star Is Born by Lady Gaga, Mark Ronson, Anthony Rosamondo, Andrew White and Benjamin Rice. And When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from Ballad of Buster Scruggs by David Rawlings and Gillian, or Gillian Welch. Um, Shallow's going to get it. Um, that's a definite. So that will be my pick. Um... Yeah, I was, I was surprised to see when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings here. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the, that's the song that um, Tim Blake Nelson sings in the beginning of the film. So, and that was that was I did I did like that little ditty. So, <laughs> uh, it was cool to see that there. Uh, original score. Now this is one I've got a few snubs here for original score. Um, I wonder if I got that. Uh, was it? Is that? Is it there? Ah, here we go. Original score. Yeah, here we go. So we have Black Klansman, Terrence Blanchard, which is a great score. Um, love that score for Black Klansman. Black Panther, Ludwig Göransson. Um, look, it was a good score. I did think it was a good score, um, but you know, it's it's there. Uh, but I do I do really like Ludwig's work. He works a lot with um, Charles Gambino, aka Donald Glover. So um, that really does production for him. Uh, Bill Stricker, Talk, Nicholas Britell. I so some films I'm not going to be able to talk about because I haven't really seen them, so I can't talk about Bill Street could talk. Isle of Dogs, Alan Jordan Desplat, Alexandre Desplat worked on um, Shape of Water last year. Uh, I should say 2017. Um, so, and I really like the score for Isle of Dogs. The uh, percussion's fantastic. And Mary Poppins Returns, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. Um, haven't seen that film ever, so I can't really comment there. Uh, my pick would probably be either Black Klansman by Terence Blanchard or Isle of Dogs by Angelina Desplat. Um, but I would like to see, would have liked to see uh, Justin Hurwitz for First Man. Uh, that wasn't there because that would be my pick out of the whole, probably the whole year, or that, or if it was even there, because First Man has been nominated for many other categories. If that was even there, I'd probably choose that for my pick. But. Um, I would also love to see Johnny Greenwood score for you never really hear. Uh, that would probably, if that was there, that would be my pick for the year because that was my favourite score of last year. And uh, even Tom York for Suspiria. It's because um, the, the 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 amount of variety of of instruments he uses for that film and and the um, just the, I guess I guess the uh, kind of styles he uses is just like awesome. 
Um, but I'd probably go... If Johnny Gribble's score was there for nearly really here, I'd definitely pick that. I mean, I've, I've had that on repeat for ever since it came out last year. And, um... Kennel Floors, it's a beautiful fucking score. It's, um... Sometimes, it's just these, this fucking... I mean, if you've heard my review, you've definitely heard me talk about it. I, I just don't know why it's not here, but... Then again, it's a pretty much an outlier pick um, to choose kind of an art house film like you're never really here. So if if I were to pick one that should be there, I'd probably definitely check um, pick Justin Hurwitz's score for First Man. It's awesome. And definitely better than all of these on here. Um, yeah. Production design now for a Black Panther. Uh, production design, we have Black Panther, Hannah, uh, Hannah Beachler. First Man, Nathan Crowley and Kathy Lucas, The Favourite, Fiona Crombie, Alice Felton, Mary Poppins Returns, John Mead, Gordon Sim, and Roma, Eugenio Calabero, and Barbara Enriquez. This one, I can't really pick one, but I'd definitely go with um, The Favourite for production design. Um, I can't really, I don't have any, I'm sorry, I didn't mean any, I didn't have any uh, replacements any for there, but I'd definitely go with um, The Favourite. That would be my pick for production design. Uh, sound mixing, we've got Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, Roma, and A Star Is Born. Um, I definitely go with probably First Man for that. That would be my pick for that. Uh, sound editing, we have Black Panther, Benjamin A. Burt, Steve Bodecker, Bohemian Rhapsody, John Warhurst, First Man, Ailing Lee, Mildred Letrue Morgan, uh, Quiet Place, Even Verde Ring, Eric Arial. Sorry, man, if I can't say that last name. Uh, Roma, we have Sergio Diaz and Skip Leafsey. Leafsey. Um, I definitely go with either First Man or Quiet Place for these ones here. Um, either those two, I don't have any replacements either, but um, definitely those two out of that list there. Moving on to film editing, we have Black Klansman for Barry... Uh, we have Barry Alexander Brown for Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, John Ottman, Green Book. <laughs> Green, I don't know why I said it like that. Green Book, Patrick J. Don Vito, The Favorite, Yorgos Mav. Oh my god, this name's crazy. Yorgos Mavros. Mavropsiadis. Holy shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yorgos number two <laughs> for the um, film editing there. And we have Hank Corwin for Vice. Um, again, I'd put First Man in there for editing, um, but uh, I would probably go with Black Klansman. I actually remember really liking the editing in that film, so I'd definitely go, probably go with Black Klansman. Um, all the favourite, really. Best foreign language film. We have Capanam from Lebanon, Cold War from Poland, Never Look Away from Germany, Roma from Mexico, and Shoplifters from Japan. Um, I haven't seen Capanam. I haven't seen Never Look Away. I've only seen Cold War. Actually, I haven't seen Shoplifters either. I had a chance to see that at Sydney Film Festival, but I never got to. Um, I haven't seen, and I've seen Roma. Uh, Roma, Roma will definitely get that. Um, it's between Roma and Cold War. Um, but Shoplifters did take the the Palm Door last year from the 2018 Palm um, Camp Film Festival. So hard to say, really. It's the, the top three, your runners are of Roma, Shotwoods, and Cold War. Um, but I think 
I honestly think Rome will take that one away. Uh, best live action short film, Detainment, Vincent Lam, Fove, Jeremy Comte, Marguerite, Marianne Farley, Mother, Rodrigo Sorion, and Skin by Guy Nativ. Hmm. I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> and I'm the one that fucking makes short films. Um, I can't really pick a favorite here, but that's okay. Um, that's list is fine. Uh, again, another another one I'm not, not really familiar with. Best documentary short subject subject. We have Black Sheep by Ed Perkins, Endgame, Rob Epstein, and Je- Jeffrey Friedman, Lifeboat by Sky Fitzgerald, and Night at the Garden, Marshall Curry, and Period End of Sentence by Rika Sedapchi. Sedapchi. Yeah, I tried that one. Um, again, I have nothing, no comments here because I haven't seen any of them, so I can't say anything here. Uh, best documentary feature, though, I can say, because I did watch a f- quite a few documentaries last year. Uh, Free Solo, Jimmy Chin, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Chai, Vasani. Oh, my God, I cannot say the last name. Um, I know there are a couple, I think, that did this. Hail Country This Morning, This Evening by Ramel Ross, Minding the Gap by Bing Lu. Of, of Fathers and Sons by Talal Durki, RBG by Be- Be- Betsy West and Julie Cohen. Um, I have no idea where Won't You Be My Neighbor is. This one really, really surprised me that uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor is not even in this category. Um, the fucking Mr. Rogers documentary is not in here. And arguably one of the best documentaries last year is not in here. So that really baffled me. Um... <laughs> That one really baffled me. I don't know. But uh, my pick would probably be Free Solo. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really good. I've had a friend that does climbing as well, um, who I used to climb with, and he he, uh, he saw it, and he said it was really good. So my pick would be Free Solo. But I also would love to see, obviously, Won't You Be My Neighbor, even Three Identical Strangers, which I did see, and I'm really surprised that Three Identical Strangers isn't there as well. But, um, yeah, that's not... Anyway. Cinematography. We have... Lucas Zhao for Cold War, Robbie Ryan for The Favourite, Caleb D. Chanel for Never Look Away, Alfonso Coron for Roma, and A Star Is Born at Mafia Libertique. Uh, really loved the cinematography in Star Is Born, loved the cinematography in Roma from Alfonso, um, him doing himself, that's incredible. Uh, Robbie Ryan's cinematography in The Favourite, um, wonderful use of fisheye lens in that film, just the way, in, in, like the, the, uh, the, you know, the still setups in the corners, Oh, it's just lovely. Every Yorgos film has just such good cinematography. You're never going to be disappointed there in terms of visuals. Um, oh, man. I'm going to go with Alfonso Cuaron for Roma for that one. I'd, I'd go with that one, yeah. Uh, moving on to original screenplay, we have The Favourite by Deborah Davis and Tony McInara. Uh, first Reformed by Paul Schrader. That's a Love to see that there. Uh, Green Book by Nick Vallelonga, Brian Curry, and Peter Farrelly. Uh, Roma by Afonso Cuaron and Vice by Adam McKay. Um, yeah. I'd go the favorite. My pick would be the favorite. I'm, I'm happy with these ones. I'd definitely pick the favorite. Adapted screenplay. 
We had the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That one really surprised me. I don't know how they got there, but it's there. Um, by the Coen Brothers, even though, like, I love the Coen Brothers, but that was really a disappointment of a film to me. I thought it was one their worst film. Or one of their worst. I just didn't like that movie at all. Um, Black Klansman by Charlie Wack Wachtel or Wachtel or... Yep, <laughs> David Rab Rabinowitz. We have Kevin Wilmot and Spike Lee, Can You Ever Forgive Me, by Nicole Hol Holofcena, and Jeff Witte. If Bill, Cre Bill Street Could Talk, by Barry Jenkins, and A Star Is Born, by Eric Roth, Bradley Cooper, and Will Fez. Uh, for this pick, I'd probably go with a Bill Street Could Talk or Black Klansman. Um, but I, probably, I would probably say that if Bill Street Could Talk, we'll get that one. Animated short now. Again, I haven't seen most of these. I've only seen Bao. Uh, Animal Behavior by Alice Snowden, David Fine. Bao by Domi Shi. Late Afternoon by Elise Bagnall. One Small Step by Andrew Chesnoff, Chesworth and Bobby Pontilis. And Weekends by Trevor Jimenez. Hmm. I'm just going to go with Bao because that's the only one I've seen. That one really is fucking so weird. <laughs> That was the one I think I watched before Incredibles 2, I think. Speaking of Incredibles 2, here are the animated feature nominees. <laughs> Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs. Uh, Brad Bird. Isle of Dogs by Les Anderson. Uh, Mirai, I haven't seen Mirai. By Mamu Hosuda. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet by Rich Moore and Phil Johnston. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse by Bob Pirichetti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Ruffman. Uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse is my pick for that one. Definitely will get that one, but I wouldn't mind if I let dogs go out of the Eva or Incredibles 2. Uh, but definitely Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Uh, a phenomenal film. Uh, in terms of animation. Moving on to the big one here, Director. Um... Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Paweł Palakowski for Cold War, Logos Lanfimos for The Favourite, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. Uh, where's Bradley Cooper? I don't know. I don't, I don't, this one I don't really get. Um, this is the, the Academy seems to baffle me every year with director. Um, they seem to leave out... They have everything nominated for these major categories and then seem to leave out the director who is the person in charge of getting it all done. Um, not in charge, but like is the creative vision behind the film and is the person that allows these categories, these people to have these fucking nominations. So, I, I don't get why Bradley Cooper is not there. Um, but, he's not. I'm, my picks would either be Yorgos or Alfonso Cuaron. Um, I'd, love to see, I'd love to see Yorgos take it, but Alfonso Cuaron will definitely take it from for Roma. Um, I've got a few snubs here as well. Um, well, not really snubs, but like I'd love to see them there if they were there. I mean, really, Bo Burnham for eighth grade. I, uh, that'd be really cool to see him there. Um, and Paul Schrader for um, uh, First Reformed. That will be uh, my picks. Or if you want to go females, we definitely have here. We've got uh, Lynn Ramsey for you never really here. Um, but again, that was never going to get picked anyway. Um, but if you want to even go like. Um, Academy kind of recognition. Uh, I was I thought either Karen Kasama for uh, Destroyer 
was going to be there, or even Deborah Granick for Leave No Trace, which is a lovely film. But uh, yeah, none of those females recognised there. Um, if either out of those females, I'd definitely pick uh, Lynn Ramsey. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, ha just hang on a second. I'm just going to um, answer a phone call here. Alright, I'm back. Um, See, so yeah, that that would probably be my pick for uh, director. Um, looking at supporting actress now, we have Amy Adams for Vice, Marina to Day to Vera for Roma, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favourite, Rachel Vice for The Favourite. This is the first time I've seen Marina Tavira here. Um, the first time really, any like out of the whole awards season, this is the first time I've seen uh, Marina Tavira here for Roma. So, weird that they're putting that there, unless they're thinking Roma for a frontrunner for the uh, Best Picture Oscar, which is non-surprising. Um, another really snub one here for me, really, um, is Emily Blunt in, in A Quiet Place. Um, I thought that performance was absolutely phenomenal, and um, it's not here, but I didn't think it would be here anyway, but it's, it would have been nice to see it, because it was actually a really fucking great performance. Um, looking at supporting actor now, we have Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. Um, I'd definitely give it to Mahershala Ali for Green Book because it's just because of how how pretty much he's won every single award so far. Um, my pick would be Sam Elliott for A Star Is Born, but Mahershala Ali for Green Book is um, going to grab it, I think. Moving on to lead actress now. Yelitsa Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife, Olivia Colman for The Favourite, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, I haven't seen Can You Forgive Me, so I can't comment on that one, um, but I'm fine with these picks. Uh, it's what I expected anyway, but again, Tony Collette, really, it's not there for Hereditary. I think that's one of the, honestly, one of the top three performances I saw last year from female. Um, but I knew it was going to be there anyway. Um, and I haven't seen this film, but like it'd be cool if it was there anyway. Um, nah, in terms of Academy, you know, recognition, uh, Nicole Kidman for Destroyer. Now, again, I can't really... It's unfair for me to put that in there because I haven't seen the film itself, but I thought from its recognition and from its kind of buzz that would she would probably be in there. And also, I would love to see Elsie Fisher in there. Even, you know, she's... I think she's 15 years old. Um, it'd be really cool to see her in there for the uh, best best lead actress role. Um, I think Tremblay was nominated for a Golden Globe in uh, 2015, I think, when Room came out. When, when did Room come out? Yeah, 2015. I think he was nominated for a Golden Globe, so be cool if she, if she had that, but, like, it wasn't going to happen. I knew it wasn't going to happen, but, um, it would be, it'd be like, it'd be, it'd be, she, she was the nominee for the Globe, I think. Was she? Um, Elsie. Yes, she was? Yes, actress in a musical comedy. There we go. 
So yeah, she was. Um, yeah, it'd be cool to see her there, and um, I don't know why Tony Collette isn't there, but she's not. And my pick would probably be Glenn Close for The Wife. She's phenomenal in that movie. Uh, or Olivia Coleman for The Favourite. Glenn Close probably definitely get it. She's been getting all the nomination, um, all the wins so far for all the awards. So it's probably going to go to her. Um, wouldn't be surprised with that. And also wouldn't be too mad either. She's phenomenal in that movie. So um, really cool. And it's not because she hasn't won. I've seen a lot of critics recently say that she should be getting the Oscar because she hasn't had an Oscar in years. It's not about that. It's about the performance. And um, yeah. This is performance definitely that she does deserve it for. My other pick would probably be Olivia Colman for the favourite because she's fucking awesome in the favourite. <laughs> I mean, her, Vice, and Stone are just like this triangle of awesomeness in the favourite. And if they could like all share that one award for actress, that'd be cool. Um, moving on to lead actor now, we have Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe for A Turn of His Gate, Rami Malek for Him Rhapsody, and Diego Mortensen for Green Book. Now, um... My pick will probably be Rami Malek uh, for Rhapsody. Rhapsody. He absolutely transforms as Freddie Mercury and embodies the man. Um, I haven't seen it at Tony's Gate and I haven't seen Green Book, so I can't comment on those two choices. But I'm looking to see Green Book uh, when it comes out on... Uh, well, it comes out tomorrow, but it'll prob I'll probably watch it next week. So, um, I've got that on the, on the list to watch next week. That and The Mule, I think. But The Mule's got nothing to do with the fucking Oscars. But... Mortensen's performance, just looking looking at that, and Mahersha Ali's performance as well. So then I can fully comment on it and say that that is my pick for that um, role and and see why he's been recognised. Uh, but yeah, my pick would be Rami Malek. I think it's between Rami Malek and Bradley Cooper, really. I mean, Christian Bale must have got, might have got the globe, but I think it's between Rami Malek and Bradley Cooper. And moving on to the big one, um, Best Picture. Now, for, before I get on to the uh, Best Picture choices here, uh, nominations here, I just want to like really um, look at this selection here. And um, there's eight films nominated, right? There's eight films nominated. And last year, I believe we had ten. And you can nominate ten films to be a Best Picture nominee. You can nominate, uh, nominate ten films. So I don't know why they've nominated ten films. I don't know what, to, what the stuff behind it, what's been going on behind the scenes shit. But... There's no, uh, yeah, there's no, there's no two, there's, you can put, you can put two more films here, and it's not fucking there, so I don't, I don't really know, or understand why, but, uh, here we go, uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Green Book, Roma, Star is Born, and Vice. I mean, we all know I'd take Black Panther off the list, um, in a heartbeat, and replace it with a, um, either... I mean, if we're going to go kind of Academy picks and Academy kind of thinking, I would either put First Man or Eighth Grade there. Um, or I would go First Reformed by, with Paul Schrader. And also, from the actors thing, um, also, from missing from the actors thing, also, I forgot to mention, uh, Ethan Hawke for First Reformed. Wow. Like, this, this is probably his career best performance and he wasn't even nominated. Uh, so... He's not even there. Lucky, yeah, I, I don't know what's not even there. 
But, uh, you know, they don't really want to... It's a popularity contest, really, in the end. And I, I, I've accepted that, but, like, it just, yeah, should be there. Um, or even, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was in was in three great films last year. He was in You Were Never Really Here, He Won't Get Far on Foot, and The Sisters Brothers. And it's... I mean, I give it for a performance and you're never really here, but, I mean, it's not going to... It wasn't ever going to happen anyway. Uh, but yeah, that, I just wanted to hit back to the actors there because I had something to say about that. Um, but yeah, back to this. Like, back into choosing 10. Now, if we want to add two more, I've got these little kind of combinations here that I've written down. That would be really cool to see. So I've got, for the first combination, I have 8th Grade and First Man. For the second combination, I have, we're going to go Genre Picks, Quiet Place and Hereditary. For the third combination, I have First Reformed and You Were Never Really Here. And I don't have a combination for this last one, but either, actually, I'll do my combination now. If we're going to go Academy Recognition, if, the, if they're going to do that kind of thing, my last thing would be Leave No Trace and Destroyer. So, those are my combinations. If I had to add two more out of all of these, which is a hard decision for me to make, um, I'd definitely put First Man in there. Um, or, and First Reformed. That would, that would be my two picks. Or First first Man and Eighth Grade. I think Eighth Grade is just a, a wonderful film. And uh, yeah, and my picks out of all these is, is the favorite. Um, definitely my favorite out of all these. Uh, or A Star Is Born. Those are my personal picks, but it's going to be between The Favourite and Roma. So, um, I, I didn't even want to hear Black Panther being in the conversation for the winning, for the winner. Fuck right off. Um, yeah, probably between The Favourite and Roma. I mean, I love both films, but Roma will probably take it. The pick will be Roma, but my personal picks are rather Star is Born or The Favourite. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's what I had to say about the Oscar nominations of 2019. Um, I just want to head back to cinematography. I forgot to mention for cinematography. I mean, mentioning back to First Man being stumped for a lot of things. Uh, Linus Sangren's cinematography for First Man was absolutely phenomenal. And it wasn't even... It's not even here. Not even being recognized here. So, again, I don't understand that. Um, like, you had, like, so many different styles. We had three different styles of um, lenses being used for that film. And um, the handheld look, the, the grainy look for some scenes, the, then you got the full IMAX cameras for the moon landing sequence. I mean, such a great variety of style and not, not even being recognized. So I don't really understand that. But I just wanted to put that in there. Linus Sangren for uh, cinematography. Anyway, that's me. I'm done. Um, those are my thoughts and opinions. I'm definitely going to catch up and watch Green Book. Um... And if Bill Street could talk, I think those are my two things I need to films. Two films I need to watch. Um, yeah, I think so. They, they, those would be my two I need to watch before the Oscars come around. And the good thing is, this would probably be the. I can't believe I'm saying this. This will be the first year. The first year, if I do see these films before February 24th, this will be the first first year I would have seen every single Best Picture nominee. So that would be really, really cool if I could, if I could see the um, Green Book and, I mean, if Bill Stricker talks maybe in there, um, I mean, yeah, and 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 Brad, Barry Jenkins is not even there for a director, is he either? But again, I haven't seen that film, so I'm not. That's why I didn't put it as one of my little snobs down here. But after I, 
um, see it, I, I may I may have something to say. I don't really know, but it, things could change. Mine could change. That's why I'll do another podcast before the Oscars come around. We always do. I always do one every year. Um, ever since I started talking about the choices, personal picks, the pool that I do every year as well. That have been um, that's been going on for the last three or four years. Definitely going to be talking about that. And my opinions could change, so I'm going to do another one, another little podcast around the Oscars 2019 Academy Awards very soon. Um, probably within the next, maybe in the next two weeks, maybe maybe in the next, um, maybe in the next, maybe half month or something like that. I'll probably do it like around mid-February, I think, before the Oscars, just before the Oscars come around. And I'll definitely have a guest on this time to talk about our choices and, and um, the snubs and everything. And we'll probably have some more snubs and surprises to talk about as well. So that could be really interesting. Um, I might even get a, a friend of me to sit down with the, um, and talk about that. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. Those are it. Those are my thoughts. Um, ran longer than I thought again, but that, you know that's classic me. Running longer. Um, what, what were your snubs and surprises? What were you hoping to see there in those choices, those nominations? Please let me know. I'm um, gonna touch with me. Let me know. We'd l- I'd love to talk about it. Um, if any, even if you if you want to vent with me about about <laughs> Black Panther, um, I'll never get tired of doing it. Um, so I just don't do it on a, on a public place. I'd, I'd like to do it uh, just chatting to people about it. So um, yeah, that's it. Those are my thoughts. Uh, later tonight, I'll be, I'll be recording a normal episode of the podcast, which will be episode fifty-one. And I'll be again. I'll be talking about the house that Jack built, and the um, glass, and piercing, which is a um, little film that came out earlier this year in Australia. I didn't get to see it, but I uh, checked it out, and uh, it's weird. <laughs> I got some things to say about that one. Um, yeah, it's different. So yeah, uh, definitely check out that and. Um, I'll talk to you in the next one. I'll be talking about a few other things as well at the end of it. Uh, there's a few things I want to mention at the uh, end of the next one, at the inaugural episode. So uh, I'll talk to you. Uh, talk to you then. All right. Take care.